unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Irish. Sleepy made it. Nice. Did you uh, make sure all the pockets were empty? Nightmares in the store. Welcome again. Good to see you. Give everybody a few seconds here. So just to let you guys know, um, tonight I decided to do, you know, this kind of like retail therapy sessions thing live. What's up, hybrid? What's up, hero? Um, you know, kind of keep it light. And, you know, the past couple of weeks have been kind of dark in the real world. So didn't want to get into anything too extremely heavy. Um, takes a lot of effort and a lot of energy. But uh, if you look at the message in the chat from the, the Twitch bot where it says, beware of possible trolls tonight. Let me explain that for just a minute. Um, so I don't know if, Irish, if you saw this. So I'd posted this thing about retail. What's up, Blame Tag? About retail establishments lose their financial earnings have just been terrible terrible and i posted the article and my caption was boo effing who so some dude who follows us on, on twitter for whatever reason i don't know what purpose that would serve actually other than trolling decides to pop in and uh try to try to troll me a little bit um i responded to his inquiry as to what his thoughts would be, because after checking his timeline, it's all politically based. And I asked him, you know, what his solutions would be for it, because basically, you know, his initial response was something to the effect of what are they supposed to do? And then, you know, called me a keyboard warrior, which was, well, you know, that, that was very intelligently put. But anyway, um, what's up, Erica? So anyway, uh, a couple of people, what's up, J.E.? He looks like Jonathan Banks. So a couple of people chimed in, you know, into the thread. And somebody said, uh, all good, J.E. Good to see you. Um, and then he was like, well, thank you for answering it, you know, seeing how the author wouldn't. And that just kind of set me off. And I went and gave my explanation and whatnot and ended it all with, we're still waiting to hear what you think should be done. And and typical me fashion said, hey, I'll extend an invitation for you to come on the show and you, you can tell us all about it. Well, it's been four days, nothing. So pretty disappointed. I, I, was, I was hoping that, that he, he would, you know, show up. If you, if you look at his timeline or whatnot, it is blame tax that I should be honored because he only ever responded to politicians. And then you check out his Instagram. He's like this Spartan warrior, Arizona hiking guy or whatnot and that's great you know hey props to you um I, you know 15k like hike or something like that which made me think is there a study out there about how many steps and how many miles a day retail workers work because i'd love to find that and and use that if it ever comes up but anyway so having said that here we are um so i'm leaving it up to you guys what do you guys got what do you want to talk about therapy how's your week been 
how's your job going? Got any rants? Got any bullshit you had to put up with? I know, uh, let's see, Nightmares in the Store, I saw the thing about where you you, you blocked your boss or whatnot <laughs> on, on his text messages. That was that was fun. Uh, Hybrid says, I was averaging around 10,000 kilometers a day. Yeah, we walk a lot, a lot. And, you know, I'm tall and I got long legs, so I'll cover a lot of ground, <laughs> you know, anyway. But, you know, um, I give give them props for you know the hikes though. I mean, I'm six five and played basketball. My knees are shot. Blame tag. You know all about what these floors do to your knees. So I, you know, walking fifteen thousand miles in a des, you know, whatever it is in a desert. Oh hell no. Um, Hero says my week has been full of freaking shoplifters with huge balls. Yeah, it has. Talk about people. I mean, it, it's getting it's getting bad out there. These people are just just grabbing shit and walking out the door. Um, I'll share a story um, that she had to experience. Somebody was thieving some stuff. She, you know, she let people know. And they asked her to stand at the door. And not even the person she was trying to to stop. Guy comes up with two, uh, I guess, 12 packs of beer. Caesar says, fuck you. <laughs> Drops them off and walks out the door. Yeah. Nightmares, you, 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 what is it, four days, five days nicotine free? I just don't. I just don't have the spine for that right now. I know I need to quit. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I don't think any rational person will say the cigarettes are actually good for you, even though I do smoke American Spirits, and you know they're organic. So yeah. And by the way, there is a difference. Six days, very nice. And I saw that you were doing it. You, you were doing lozenges and patches, but then you just skipped mints, right? So that's good. Um, Irish pockets. Would you care to share that? That was good. But yeah, so lots of stuff in retail going on, though. Um, you know, going back to the financial results, Target took a beating. I think they were down like 24% year over year. Um, you know, it's. Uh, a lot of stores, I know, I think Dollar Tree's financials come out tomorrow and they're actually expected to exceed. Um, there was another store, Dick Sporting Goods has by far been the worst. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, that that's, it's not looking good out there. But it, just a minute on that, you know, if you work in retail and you, you, you see P&Ls, I think every one of us would agree that the companies we work for expect at least a minimum of 5% increase year over year. And they're still basing those. That's where a lot of managers got burned out is because they had this big boom, you know, when the floodgates opened, you know, as COVID died down. And now they're expecting these stores to to hit those in the same numbers. It's, it's just not physically going to happen. And then they still, to this day, do not recognize that at a certain point in time, a store plateaus and, and you've got your market share, what it is. No, you might not have a lot of people moving into the area. Those numbers just don't go up. You, you, you kind of stay flat and sometimes you'll dip down. So it's a, you know, it's a bloodbath out there, but at the same time, they kind of ask for it. Uh, Erica says, let them walk out the door with the corporation's money, still get my paycheck at the end of the day. Yes. And you know, that's a good point because there was an article, um, and I hate 
articles that are behind paywalls, all right, but it was Bloomberg, and I believe it was talking about the increase of violence in stores where employees are fighting off shoplifters and stuff. Can I just say for a minute, it ain't worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Let them walk out the door. If a company does not want to invest in good loss prevention um, deterrence, not have you know plainclothes LP officers in the store, those kind of things, we don't. None of us make enough to play police. Period. It it's not worth it. it it's, it's you know, and every company out there has some sort of policy that you know if you stop somebody and and you get injured. You're going to get fired. So I don't understand what all these people are doing. This is like, you know, let it go. It's not your job. Not your rodeo, not your rodeo clowns. If they, if they get concerned about theft, they need to put more controls in place, period, end of story. Um, let's see. American Spirits, better than Marlboro Reds. Yes. Um, American Spirits. All right. So for the longest time, I smoked Paul Mall Blues. All right. And, you know, as a smoker, you just you just smoke. And they were a little bit on the cheaper scale or whatnot. And then somebody turned me on to American Spirits. And let me tell you, there's no such thing as a good cigarette for you. It's not like there's a, you know, a healthier option. But there's a huge difference because coming off of the Paul Malls, every morning smoking Paul Malls, I would like cough up a lung. It was terrible. I moved away from that and started smoking American Spirits. I don't do that anymore. I do, and I, I get congested in the morning, but, you know, I always kind of have. But there was a huge difference. And then, like, if money's kind of tight or whatnot, and I, I go to buy cheap smokes and I buy Paul Malls, oh, my God, they taste like trash. It's just like, it's awful. Just awful. Um, Irish says, question, do you guys shop in the stores you work in, or do you begrudge it? Every single day. As a matter of fact, Hero gets mad at me because our day off, I'm like, we need to go. Because, you know, she's like, I don't want to go to that place. I'm like, I got to go. I got to get something, you know. But, yeah, Irish every single day. And, and plus, too, Irish, we're only five minutes away, man. I actually, you know, we're talking about the gas prices and whatnot. Um, one of our kids had to do testing. And so I didn't know if they would get back in time for me to get to work on time. So I decided it's a pretty day. I'm going to walk just to see 10 minutes. Okay, cool. The gas could be $20 a gallon. Don't need it. If it rains, I need an umbrella. I can make it in 10 minutes. Perfect. Um, let's see. Irish, as far as his story goes, he messaged me in his line of business um, you know, they take donations and so they take clothing and evidently they didn't check the pockets in some garment and there were some, um, suspect adult things in the pocket. Irish, um, was that a consumable or was that of a toy type nature? Just curious. You, you didn't really tell me. Blame tag, I, I could see that. Do you ever shop there and then go to, to eat? I mean, I'm just curious. Um, <laughs> I 
worked there so long, it's never get in and get out, even in street clothes. Yeah, you know, um, you don't use it once. Oh, okay. Uh, going back to, you know, going to where you work. Now, there have been instances in my life where I loved going to where um, I worked. I, I was in Guitar Center a lot, just to let everybody know. Um, but other places, not so much. Um, oh, you brown bag for lunch? But Blaine Tag, you show a bunch of pictures of what you guys cook. You got some good food in your home, so I can I can see that. Um, speaking of Blaine Tag, how far are you from like Jacksonville? We we were looking up restaurants today. My favorite restaurants Ted Ted's Montana Grill, and one of my kids asked how many there were, and I was going down to locations. There's like four or five in Florida, but I don't think they're close to you. I think Jacksonville, um, obviously around Orlando. And then someplace in Florida that starts with an E, I can't remember. But if if you've never eaten there and you're ever out in that area, if you like burgers, go. It's worth it. Um, let's see. I don't mind as long as I'm out of uniform. Twice a year. Do you guys get like a, so everybody in the chat, where you work, do you have like an employee appreciation day where you get like a, a bigger discount on stuff? You know, I will say that when I worked for the 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 for uh, the home decor store, that we did have I think it was like twice a year, um, like an employee appreciation day, and our discount was already I think twenty percent, and I think we got I think it was fifty percent. Honestly, I can't remember if if Mad Dog was here, she could. She could tell me, but, um, we also got that on clearance. So I had a re I got a hold of a really, really nice fire pit for like $25. It was awesome. Um, employee appreciation to think, no, no, o only if they have a day, um, uh, Russell is, is 20 was that was, uh, cause with our discount 10% and then we got 20% off. Was that what it was? I, th I think that's right. Um, Erica says we have $100 loaded to our shopper's cards every few months or so. Well, that's kind of good, especially now, I would guess, you know, with the price of everything going up. Um, let's see. We did once in the seven years I've been there. The discount went from 15% to 25% for one week because we were just short of our yearly sales goal. <laughs> what better way to bump your sales up to do that? Like if you're at the finish line, well, that's kind of like padding numbers, but, you know, did you buy anything, Blame Dang? I will tell you, if I worked where you work, and, and I, I like a lot of stuff in that place. So, you know, it's a, oh, that's a good question from here, Erica. Uh, when you get that $100 loaded, is it tax-free or do you have to tax, do you pay taxes on that? Ooh, there's another good question from Hero. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll ask the room. Where you work, how long do you get for lunch? Is it 30 minutes, an hour? Yeah, Russell, I was going to mention that. So for Dollar Tree, all right, get this, guys. So at Dollar Tree, Employee Appreciation Day, we had this quote-unquote table set up front with bowls with like snacks that we could get off the shelf and whatnot. 
and it appeared that it was a table. It was not a table. It was like three cases of paper towels with um, a plastic tablecloth put over it. Highfalutin, right? And then merchandise that we sell in the store, we had these bowls. Um, But for whatever reason, it was employee appreciation, but, you know, the customers were coming in and shuffling their face with that shit, you know, snacky cakes and all sorts of stuff. Um, blame takes us 30, but on an eight hour shift, I get two other 15 minute breaks. Irish one hour. Nice. Hero says for us, depends on what area of the store you're working. I'm proud to say that I can take an hour. It's okay. <laughs> but you know, I, I keep talking about how, you know, I'm happy that I'm not management and whatnot where I work. It's, it's not common, okay? So it's it's very nice right now. Um, that could change, but um, it is a, a pretty, as long as you're doing your job, um, yeah, whatever. If you go over an hour, I mean, obviously somebody would say something if you did that all the time, but, you know, you're not going to get, like, penalized. Uh, nightmare in store. Sometimes we clock out for lunch, but don't actually get to take one. Oh, that's illegal. So... If you clock out for lunch, are you working during that time? Because if you are, that is fucking illegal. <laughs> Classy, LOL. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a hero throwing shade. Cashier, strict 30. Some areas, strict hour. Steve's area, please return at some point. Hey, man. I got no complaints. I have a blast. Um, so, Nightmares in the Store, you're actually, they're clocking you out, but you're working during that time. That is wage theft. And any company in the retail sector, they might allow that, but if they ever wanted to get rid of you, it'd be like, oh, time clock violation you worked off the clock um we work by ourselves most days and people will show up and find the door locked they'll call our call center in florida who will call us in texas tell us we have to we have customers uh, that's why i'd be like sorry i'm at lunch they can fucking wait now i say that now knowing what i know now but you know to your point 10 years ago five years ago even i would have been the same way so you know no shame in that. You're just conditioned to do it. Uh, Erica says, when I was still living back east, we'd always kill our lunches the last half hour of our shift and then go across the street to the bar. Miss those days. Um, that's one thing. Uh, on our long shifts, on our truck days, that's the one thing that we do. <laughs> I mean, not go across the street to the bar, but we wait to take our lunch. Like, if we're getting off at 8, we'll take it at 7. Which is kind of counterproductive because you're sitting, you've worked your ass off all day long and you sit down and you're like, oh, and, and we're like a bunch of old men at that point, you know, for that next 30 minutes, we're just kind of hobbling around. We need help getting up off, off the floor, you know, where we're sitting, we'll go outside and smoke and just talk shit and whatnot. Um, but yeah, those days we wait to, you know, seven o'clock and then come back, work 30 minutes and go. Now the day shift, you know, um, I will go immediately at noon telling some people, hey, 
it's time for lunch. Or I'll send them a text. Hey, we got 15 minutes before we go to lunch. She knows what I'm talking about. Drives are crazy because she's always busy. She's got something to do. It, it can wait. Uh, I'm hangry. Let's go. <laughs> um, uh, no, none of us signed up for the class action lawsuit. Did Did you get anything out of that, Russell? How much was your check? Like a buck twenty five or something like that. Because I think I got the email about that, but I think you had to have, wasn't there some sort of proof you had to have? Or actually, I think it was the time frame on the suit. I missed the time frame. Breaks with coworkers make memories. Yes, I agree with that. 100%. Um, and most time they're, they're great memories. Um, 455. No, Whoa, you got a check for $455? Oh, it had to be hourly. So, no, I, I wouldn't have got it. I was salaried. So, no, that sucks. But, hey, good for you. I, I, I'm pretty sure you weren't expecting that when it came. So, that that's good. Um, yeah, breaks with coworkers make memories. Uh, when I was a manager, I had plenty of, of memories of going with, like, corporate auditors who would – when I was at Jesus's craft store, um, Longhorn was in our parking lot and the all district auditor would come and we'd go to lunch over there, man, I'd never seen a woman pack away food like that. I mean, th th this, this gal, I mean, she would, th there'd be no sauce left, no nothing. Joy of a human being loved her, but yeah, breaks with coworkers do make memories. Some of them aren't always good though. <laughs> Some are pretty bad. Uh, let's see. Chocolate martinis. Oh yeah, that too. We were on a store set and the same person, we went to this place and they, uh, after, no, that, that was after work. That wasn't during work. So it was after work and they had chocolate martinis. And by the time she got done, the glass looked like it had just came out of the, the, the dishwasher, like perfectly clean. There was nothing left. I mean, it was spotless. I was like, Wow. Um, but that was good. So nightmare in store. So is, I know you guys are a small staff or whatnot. Now, if I'm not mistaken, were that, that post that you showed, you know, from the tweet from the boss, um, was that insinuating that you weren't doing shit? That's kind of what I got from that. There's like this other person was doing something, but you weren't, you, they left a list or whatnot and just throwing shade all on you. And that was kind of shitty. I'm not going to lie. They shouldn't do that, but it is what it is. Um, at Ruby Tuesday. Yeah, that, that, that too. You know, I never went to lunch with Jimmy. That was probably a smart thing, but I never went to lunch with Jim. I probably should have taken him to lunch. At that point, I was making money where I could do that. But, you know, now I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. But, um, yeah, so fun stuff. Oh, speaking of shade. All right, so for you guys, are, Hero, are you talking about specific, like if you're called out in a customer complaint? Look for some clarification there. Uh, nightmares. I don't know if you saw 
the episode with Pete Whelan, his big key there was document everything. Save all that shit. You do not know when you may need it. And shit like that. Oh, attorneys will love that shit. Um, all right. So what happens to each of you when you get a customer complaint? Um, Hero thinks most people, she thinks, laughs about it. So, um, once again, Hero, is this like specific to each individual, or are you talking about like an email comes in under a customer complaint and people are singled out? Are you asking what, if they're the one singled out, what their reaction is? Retail and stores boss is codependent. Uh, a little bit more clarification there, Mr. Westcott. He lives on property and is scared he's going to lose his apartment, I guess. Got you. <laughs> Hybrid. Oh, yeah, that's right. You you turned in your keys. That was because that's what they were trying to frame you on, right? Was was the customer complaint. Uh, blame tank says i just get a talking to i haven't gotten enough to get an official warning or anything a man blame tank i don't know how that's possible because you 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 may be our spirit animal and how you handle these customers some of the shit that you post <laughs> um hero says what happens at your store if a customer complaint comes in from corporate specific individual or not oh okay there you go that's what i was looking for So going back to what you said, uh, Gregory, retail and stores boss is codependent. So are you saying the the boss is codependent to who? The staff or the management or what? Customer or employee complaint, but to protect them, they don't need to, to show you the complaint. Got you. Blame tag says, I'm not outright hostile to anyone. I might be cold or passive aggressive, but never enough for anyone to complain about. That's about the same with me. I've always been very kind of cut and dry and cold and, you know, just blunt, I guess, is the best term to use. I don't, you know, later in my career, it just got to the point where I just didn't care. It's his personality. Very lonely. Ah, got you. So... Um, it, it, customer complaints for me. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Gotcha, Gregory. Um, your boss is codependent. All right. Makes perfect sense. I fully understand now. I've got the context. <clears throat> Iris says lip service. Those emails about complaints get a stock answer. Mostly if it's funny, we'll laugh about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the customer complaint thing never really bothered me. What bothered me is when I'd get emails saying I needed to talk to an associate who did everything right. And that, that was the shit that pissed me off. I mean, everybody's well aware, you know, the story about the ASM or, or the supervisor that I had at, at, at home that, you know, refused to take back pots with maggots in it. And, 
which was the right thing to do for corporate to say, no, you're going to take them back, give them a gift card. And I'm supposed to talk to this dude and say, Hey, you did something wrong. Uh, I just, you know, I don't, I, I, I can't stand that shit. Um, Russell says, well, when I was in management, I got a talking to about our transgender person through corporate via RDM. It was interesting. Well, I mean, you're going to, those are protected classifications. And honestly, that's something that at this point in time where we are in history in the world, it, it, it shouldn't even matter. Uh, you know, you have to look at it this way. I was actually having a talk the other day with, uh, the guy I work with that runs our crew, you know, there's too many classifications that people want to put on people. And I'm just going to throw this out there. You know, I don't care what anybody identifies that. I, I really don't. It comes down to one thing. You're either a good person or a bad person. That's it. That's all that matters. Nothing else matters but that. And, you know, I think if we could get away from, or, or better yet, if we could just stick with that, things would be a lot better because, that's what it comes down to. There's good people and there's bad people. That's it. You don't need anything else. It, there's no other classifications, good or bad, period. That's it. And we'll be okay. And, you know, it's it's like anything else. I mean, you look at, like, people that are disabled. You know, that's a protected category. And it should be. Because I had a friend of mine one time tell me, and it was in jest, about something totally unrelated, but it does make perfect sense. People tend to mock what they do not understand. And that is true. That is a hundred percent true. And just leave it alone. It ain't hurting nobody. It ain't bothering nobody. You know, there's a good people and there's a bad people. That's it. That's all we need to know. Period. I mean, it, we overcomplicate things, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, you should just be judged on your character. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's how you know a person. That's how that's how you make friends. That's how you figure out who you're going to associate with. A lot of it comes down to, you know, common interest and the character of the person. That's all that matters. All this other bullshit, that's just people trying to cause conflict. So, but, you know, customer complaints... I mean, God, and, and they're, they've, they're getting worse, you know, these days because, I mean, face it, employees in this field, we're, we're really are like punching bags and we're expected to take it. And it, it is really kind of funny, the amount of people who get reprimanded for standing up for themselves. It's like you're being told your feelings don't matter. Somebody's abusing you verbally. You're just expected to take it. No, that's not how life works, Mr. Corporation Shareholder Guy. It's not how it works. So, you know, and that's another thing, too, is I think you find, especially, especially with publicly traded companies, those are the companies that, that will really, really micromanage the complaint influx and be more punitive. Because God forbid they piss off the shareholders. That's what it comes down to. A lot of privately owned companies, really and truly, in, in my history of work, the privately owned companies, <clears throat> I'm not going to say necessarily treat their employees better, but they don't focus on that stuff as much. And, you know, there are some good managers out there who will pick up the phone and call these customers and smooth it over. And, 
you know, do what they need to do to try to protect that person's job. So, I mean, that that's cool, too. Blame Tank says, I don't know if it's burnout, but it feels like these people get worse every year. Just so entitled. They think they know shit and they don't know shit about shit. Yeah. Okay. True. It has gotten worse. And going back to the troll guy on Twitter, one of the things I said was something that we have talked about before, that if a company actually became more employee centric and took up for their employees, paid their employees properly. That the first retailer that does that's going to win. All of a sudden you're going to see sales go up period. Okay. Because number one, if you've got a workforce that feels like the corporate really has their back, they're going to perform better. They're going to want to do well for that company because that would be like the diamond in the rough. Cause there's no other company like that. Right? So, and that's something that needs to happen because of exactly what you just said, Blame Tyke. It's getting worse. I mean, it really is. And I think as I've thought about this and we've had these conversations about how customers are getting worse, I think social media is a problem too. I think that has emboldened people because yes, even though I'm not a keyboard warrior because I put my face and my opinions out here every Wednesday live, all right? There are people that do hide behind the keyboard and feel emboldened to say ignorant things and stupid things. And I think that really does, it's it's translated into the real world. They feel invincible. They feel like, well, I can say whatever the fuck I want to on Facebook. By God, I'm going into the store and I'm, I'm that, that, that cashier right there, she crying or something. I'm going, I'm just tearing her because my onions don't ring up right. You know, it's, Social media has emboldened people to be that brash and be that stupid. And the problem is there's no mediary. There, there's no company out there that, that really tries to stop that. It, it's made it worse. You know, look, I am a tech junkie, okay? I love technology. I grew up with it. My father worked for a techno- technology company and, you know, telecommunications company. I've grown up with it my entire life. I love gadgets and gizmos. I love the internet. I love how information is extremely accessible. I love all the different things you can do. Everything from video games to programming to all this stuff. That's cool for people like me, but there's too many people that use that technology for bad instead of good. And sure, every voice does matter, but at some point in time, your ignorance is showing and it's it's a shithole. It's it's it kind of goes back to the whole thing that reality TV started a trend of bullshit that we're now dealing with now, and the freedom to do some dumb shit online and abuse people and bully people has carried over into the real world, and it's just it it's awful. Gregory says, "I feel like the Karens think." If they act out, people will give in and probably have a 50-50 shot at a discount. That That's that's not just they feel that way. That's fact. That is fact. I've talked about numerous times, and people would get mad at me because of the kind of person that I am. They know me as a person, right? But, you know, as a store manager, you're tired of getting phone calls. and And you've always had to look at it like, you know, 
if a customer comes up and complains, you have to, in a split second, think, if this person calls corporate, what's going to happen? And every time you have that thought, basically, you're going to drop your pants and give them whatever they want. Because if you don't, they're calling corporate, corporate's calling you, and they're going to get more. And it's just a lose-lose situation. And then, you know, I could see them backpedaling and, and using that against you if they're trying to get rid of you or you're being targeted. That Let's say there's a lot of refunds and whatnot. They're telling you to, you know, they've conditioned you that no matter what you turn in, we're not going to back you. You're going to have to do it anyway. Then eventually they're going to be like, oh, you violated a refund policy. We're going to get rid of you. It's it's a monster they created. It, they did that, you know. Um, and it's just, it's stupid. Um, let's see. What is Blame tag says that kind of makes sense. The socials take people's faces away from what you say to them, so people lose that filter that keeps them treating people differently. Yes, 100%. And I really do believe it's carried over. I really do. Um, and it makes sense when you start dealing with these people because you could see them being that kind of person. Uh, Russell says, I try to shop more mom and pop shops now, especially if it's something I like, but sometimes you got to go corporate store just simply for the price. I'll go to the farmer's market and pay 15 cents more a pound, but I won't go, I won't get to Karen's TV and pay 300 more for it. Got you. Um, for vandalism, theft, and assault. Oh, okay. And Hira says, in local news, the police are looking for a girl that lost her mind in a McDonald's over her order not being ready for vandalism, theft, and assault. Same thing. Same thing. Um, it, it's, uh, just, it's just crazy. Um, what did you say, hybrid? Some dude made a threat again against all Arizona targets that he's going to hurt the LGBTQ community. I saw that one. I did see that. And, and that's the other thing. I mean, there again, why? Good people, bad people. Or that person makes a threat, he's a bad person. You know, you're targeting a group of people that aren't bothering you, aren't doing anything to you. I mean, that's the thing. People get offended about shit that doesn't affect you at all. Grow the fuck up. (laughs) If you don't like it, fine. It's just like turning on the TV. You don't like that show you're watching? Turn it off. Or find something else to watch. It's that simple. I mean, we all have different music tastes. If 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 the radio plays a song you hate, you turn the channel. But no, you know, people feel like they're that much more important. They want to play God and shit and like, you know, target people for stupid shit for no reason, no reason whatsoever. And that's just a shame. You know, it's kind of like you don't know. I mean, face it. The past couple of weeks have kind of been shit, you know. There's been a lot going on. And, uh, you know, as a parent, you know, there, there's a reason why I didn't really, you know, have like some major topic tonight or whatnot because it's, it's just it's just been a bad couple of days, you know. And, um, oh, correct, Hero, not my bedroom, not my problem if you're consenting adults. Exactly. And, I, and that's the way everybody should be. You know, it, it's, it's not, I can't make somebody be somebody they don't want to do be all right. I, I can't change people. It's not my job to change people. It's not any of our jobs to change people. Let people be fucking happy. 
What is the fucking problem with that? You, if you don't agree with something they're doing, fine, whatever. But if they're happy and they're not hurting nobody, what are you mad? Cause they happy and you ain't just shut the fuck up, man. Not mayors in store. That's one thing I love about my job. There's a corporate office, but their numbers aren't listed or given out to customers slash tenants. So they know they can't act at full. Perfect. Oh, I want to ask you auctions where you're at. Has anybody come across something like if you, well, first of all, explain how the auction works. If you don't mind, is there, you know, like a minimum dollar amount or, you know, is it a first come first serve? Is it, you know, literally an auction? Like people stand there and pledge however much money they're going to pay. Curious. And what's the coolest thing that anybody's got out of that that you know of, whether it be like extremely valuable or extremely rare? Um, Hero says, speaking of happy, do you have a coworker that's happy most of the time or is everyone miserable? Ooh, that's a good one. I would love to hear everybody's thoughts on that. Because I could tell you, got some great ones and got some miserable ones. And the misery thing bothers me because if you, if it's somebody told me a long time ago, and I don't know who to credit it to, but it, it was something that somebody said to me. If you're so miserable and you're not actively trying to make a change to get out of what makes you miserable, you therefore have zero right to bitch. So. All right, so Nightmares in Store says, so it's online. Minimum bid is $20. They have 48 hours to pick up their items. If they don't come, it gets offered to the next highest bidder. Ooh. So how long does the auction run? So is it 48 hours? Whoever bids the highest gets it? Because, man, I I know there's got boy, there's going to be some cool shit hiding out in some of these these damn storage units out there gotta be because imagine like people who have storage units and maybe they pass away and and no one knows <laughs> oh, supposedly we had a guy find thousands of worth of drugs though i can't verify that auction runs 24 hours what's that okay what's the highest bid you've ever seen just curious It's open for a week. Bidding is 24 hours. Um, So it's open for a week, but bidding is... So there's only a 24-hour window where people can bid on it, right? Is is that what you're saying? But going back to the misery thing, how many people do you work with that... And, and also kind of look at it like this too. How many people do you work with who have a good gig? All right. Their job's not that hard. You have trouble wrapping your head around what they're complaining about, but they're miserable. Absolutely miserable. So any of you guys have to deal with that? Oh, wow. Nightmares in the store says the highest bid I've had was $210 and they got some really awesome new furniture and two huge TVs. Wow. See, 
that'd be one of those deals where I wish I, you know, I came across one of those and I got lucky and it was like a bunch of rare guitars or some shit. That would, I, boy, I'd pass out. I, I literally, I would pass out. Hybrid says, I'm the miserable one, but that's because of my health and looking for another job. Um, you know, but your situation is a little bit different because you've got a plan, Hybrid. You're, 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 you've got something you're working on. So, um, the retail refuge thing, that's going to be something to see develop. You know, it's, uh, it's crazy. Speaking of which, what's your progress on that so far? Um, if you wouldn't mind kind of putting in the chat, you know, maybe the link to your YouTube channel or whatnot, because what he's got going on, he's trying to accomplish is great. Um, we're going to have him on soon. So it'll be cool. Blame Tag says, I had a part-timer who was miserable, but then got fired for harassing someone and then talking shit about him in the store on TikTok. Yeah, man. So that's another thing. You know, social media is a double-edged sword. I mean, it's kind of funny. Um, it, it's uh, one of those deals where, you know, the Karen army can use it to, like, berate people. And it's okay because, I mean, you could have a Karen go off and on like an employee somewhere online and nobody does anything about it. But by God, if you speak ill of your employer, they're going to use that social media, you know, whatever policy to get rid of you. Uh, Russell says, okay, well, at Wally World the other day, I said, thank you, sir. Guy had a 12 o'clock shadow. He said, excuse me, I'm a lady. So you're saying it's a guy by definition. He's got a guy. How am I supposed to know? Um, you know, here's the thing. I, I understand that. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's situations where it can be questionable, but it's, uh, one of those deals where you, you have to go through this situation. Whereas instead of saying, sir, just say, thank you. That's, I mean, that's the easiest thing to do because yes, there's going to be conflict, right? I mean, it's, there are going to be people that are super hypersensitive about whatever it is that they're doing. It doesn't matter what, right? So the best thing to do is if you, I mean, I just try to, to, to keep, you know, any kind of pronoun out of it, to be perfectly honest with you. Thank you is, is enough, you know, said, in that way it it, it eliminates any question because i mean it is a slippery slope i mean let's face it because there again see you don't know people right you don't know what's going it's it's just like we've talked about like people that are shoplifting and why you don't apprehend shoplifters you don't know what any person's going through or whatnot it's the same thing and you know okay that's different russell okay if, if you just said thank you that's it. You know, if they do that, then then that's a different thing. All right. Um, and that's not on you. If all you did was say thank you and that's it. But at that point too, it's not worth, it's just not worth even worrying about. You know, it really isn't. And just keep moving, keep moving. I mean, I think a big problem today is, is, and I'm not saying you are, Russell, all right? I'm just saying there are a lot of people that do. I, I think that people let some things really, like, eat them up, you know? And 
and and they're minute things in the grand you know it's kind of like i said when i did the episode about how long you're actually on this planet how many hours you're here you know you're born at point a you're die you die at point b it's what you do in between that matters right there's so many people that waste so much of their time worrying about things they can't control to the point that it drives them mad and that kind of goes back to the quitting the manager in your head thing it's the same thing i mean we've all got to learn to just move on from the nonsense and and the small things you know get away from the small things things that you can't control if if you can't control it there's some people you're not going to win arguments with whatever you just let it go there's there's more to do you know Thinking about what's happening, and like I said, I really don't want to go down this conversation, but I have to reference it, especially at this point. Thinking about what happened yesterday and being a parent, a lot of this shit don't fucking matter, man, at all, period. And those are, and that's the problem is people don't let events and things happen, allow them to put their life in perspective of how grateful they should be for what they have instead of worrying about having conflict with people around them over things that doesn't even affect what they have, you know? Um, Eric, you were right. Some people just wake up hating life, and that's a shame, you know? It, it's, you know, to those of you who know me, know me. You know that Kiss is my favorite man, all right? And Hero can tell you stories ad nauseum about learning all things about Kiss, and she doesn't even like the band, and she doesn't even want to know the stuff. But anyway, I've got, like, all the home videos and the DVDs and whatnot, and there was a statement that Gene Simmons made in one of these videos talking about, you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing. He's like, you know, the seven demons from hell are dragging you down. It's all doom and gloom. Life isn't bad. Life is good. There you go. We should be happy that we're here. I mean, we don't have to like what's around us. That's fine. But, you know, there's a lot of truth to every day above ground is a good day. And that's kind of where I'm at right now in my life. You know, sure, I'd love to make more money. Oh, my God, I'd love to make a whole hell of a lot more money than I'm making right now. But got no stress, no pressure. I'm good, man. I am good. Uh, you're entitled to that opinion, Russell. And I'm not saying that I disagree with you, but you know, I think, and I, and, and I don't get into the religion thing. Um, but I will say that, um, people like to take that and kind of form it and twist it to their own personal desire because once again I go back to there's good people and there's bad people and then as far as I'm aware Jesus loved everybody right and that's if if that's the case then why do we have problems doing the same so I mean that's just the way it is (laughs) yeah You know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with disagreeing with people. I mean, you know, if, um, you know, it, it's, it's okay. That's part of life. We don't, we don't have to agree. It's where when you disagree that it gets violent and it gets ugly and you lose friendships and all this other stuff, man, 
we're grown adults. That is just, just ridiculous. And, uh, easy there, easy there. We're not, we're, we're not going to explode into this. We, we, we all need to be chill. All right. Blame tag. Um, oh, there was something I meant to tell you. Fuck. Okay. I can't remember now. Uh, oh, by the way, in good news, we've reached 900 followers on Twitter. So that's nice. So we're only a hundred away from a thousand. And also on the audio side of the podcast is, uh, yes, we should all hug. Um, audio side, we're sitting at, I'm less than 40 plays away from the retail war zone, having 6,000 plays on the audio side. And that was actually started later than the actual video side. But, you know, okay, fair enough. But yeah, so it's, um, it's just got a couple of managers to listen. Oh, nice. That's even better. You know, I'm really looking forward to what hybrid's got going on. If he's able to pull this off, it's going to be an inspiration to a lot of people, a lot you know, we're talking about getting out of a shitty business and kind of self-sustaining and building a, a community, basically, right, hybrid, if I'm not mistaken. You know, um, and are you planning on doing off-grid? I'm just curious. <laughs> Hero says, can't hug Karen, though. She's going to call the police because you laid hands on her. That's true, too. That's true. Um, So... A few things out there, um, it, it's coming up this month, the last week of June, all right, I'm not going to uh, have a Wednesday episode because I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Um, the last Wednesday of the month is is Hero's birthday, and she is the most important person in my life, so I'm not giving her a podcast for her birthday. So, having said that, I will probably do one on Monday of that week. I do have something set up for the 22nd, which is dealing with a retailer that is kind of a cross between Home Depot and Walmart. Uh, I will be speaking to Erica here in a little bit. I don't know if what we're going to discuss is going to happen in June or not, Um but something there will be coming. I've got to reconfirm with Mad Dog. I'm pretty sure she's good. Uh, but the first, um, guys, look, if there's, y'all want to hear some fucking fire and some piss and vinegar and some and off the chain nonsense, y'all need to be here Wednesday. Because I am telling you, that mess is something else. And hybrid can uh, confirm that that is going to be some next level explosion to the point that I'm just going to let her go. All right. I, I, I don't know how long the thing's going to fucking be. I'm going to let her go and it is going to be wild. And, um, it, it's boy and it's a long time coming and she deserves every minute to say what she need, wants to say. Um, yeah, blame tag. I am so sorry. You're missing that one. Howard says, yeah, it's a hell of a fucking mess. It really is. Um, but 
you know, I've got some weeks in there that are available. Um, that last week of June, the Monday, um, that's available for, for something. Um, obviously the second week of June as well. And, you know, it's been, I'm not going to say that, uh, it's been a point where I'm kind of like being lazy, but like I said, really and truly, you know, what happened yesterday really just kind of, I mean, when I found out about it, I was like, well, that fucking ruined my day. So I didn't really put a lot of effort into like trying to do something tonight or whatnot. Just wasn't into it just because of the fact that, I mean, it's a terrible thing that happened and, you know, especially having kids, it's, it's awful. And, um, so, you know, blame tag, one thing that we had talked about, you know, you had did the keys shirt. Maybe we come up with a shirt, you know, that all the proceeds go to, if there's any kind of charity involved in what happened yesterday. That would probably be the best thing to do. Um, you know, it could even be that shirt, you know, actually. Uh, Blame Tag came up with a, a, a nice little um, design, you know, after the last episode with a set of keys and the big circle slash through it. And he's got like keys, like K.E.Y.S. And you kind of like the old Dare commercials. And, um, we came up with, you know, he was looking for like an acronym and I was like, you know, keep enjoying your sanity was what I came up with. And we were talking about selling it, you know, since it was kind of like a group project. Exactly. It was a group effort and, you know, trying to find, you know, something to do with the money from it. We we're toying with, you know, if we come up with something, you know, even if it's not this, one thing that him and I talked about was maybe, you know, like if, if we come up with a design or something, you know, that's like a community driven design, right. And, and we, we publish it for sale. Maybe that money that comes in goes to like a, a, a pot, right. And we use it for like giveaways or we can talk about having this mythical, what would be cool retail war zone conference which i think would still be fucking awesome i don't know how the fuck we could pull that off but that would be some next level stuff irish you're gonna have to fly to the states bro just saying i mean imagine a table right like like in some hotel conference room with the little named plates for everybody it's like at blame tag at irish connection at cranky manager you know at hybrid hooligan you know at nine measures in store that would be crazy no, not Jacksonville, Atlanta. It's got to be Atlanta. Why? Because Ted's Montana Grill there. Sorry, that's the only rule. It's got to be in Atlanta. It, it'll be near the airport, Hartsfield, and everybody can just be like right across the street. And uh, so that would be fucking awesome. Um, oh, you got plenty of ideas for that? Let's go, Erica. <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, so we'd like to do some stuff kind of going forward, you know, come up, you know, any of you, if you've got a slogan or whatnot, you know, we can come up with like a t-shirt design or whatnot. And, and all the proceeds go to some sort of pot to kind of give back to all you guys, whether it be one night we have like a giveaway or I, I did kind of elect, you know, blame tag. I'm like, I'm going to make you the contest guru. He was like, what does that entail? I'm like, you just got to have to come up with, what they got to do to win. That's, that's it. It's not rocket science. Figure it out. I don't care how crazy it is. I mean, hell we could have one, one day that would, 
you know, correlate with uh, blame tags bingo, actually. That's an idea, too, blame tag. You know, we, we sell some merch or whatnot, and it goes into that pot. We could have, like, a bingo Saturday or whatnot, and everybody submit your bingo cards, and whoever gets the most bingos that day, and unfortunately, you and I would be excluded from that, to be fair. Um, whoever gets the most bingos that day gets a prize. Yeah, and he is extremely good at coming up with shit like that. He's, he's, that, is, that is one creative motherfucker, let me tell you. And if you haven't went and checked the serving times yet, you need to read his stuff. It is great. That damn one he did about the guy going to the stock room looking in the back is one of the most epically written things I have read in a very long time. Hero will tell you, she was sitting here and I was reading it to her and I was like belly laughing when I was reading that shit. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. He could literally put a bingo card on a shirt and sell it. Yes, yes. Yeah, I know you've been sleeping on the shirt, but you, but you a working man. It's okay. You know, you you you're not required. You're only required to put it out when you're ready to put it out, not at the behest of anybody else. But when you do, they're pretty fucking awesome. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, so, Hef, Harry Selfridge. Oh, the the customer's always right guy. Yeah, I do apologize. Blame tag went on a whole, give him the pickle tirade there for a while, and that's totally my fault. So, you know, I, I apologize for that. So, all right. So we're sitting at an hour or two. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. This is just one of those nights where we we, we just talking and, and whatnot. Like I said, wasn't really into anything major this evening, and I don't think any of us really should be. If you got kids, tell them you love them. You know, it's, it, it's rough. Um, I'll go ahead and put out there, you know, and I, I said this last night, I, I told my kids last night when I got home, they won't see a classroom from now until they graduate. I, I just, you can't trust it. And I would not, I will not judge anybody that chooses to do that. I just, I just can't, you know, it's a, it's a bad thing. I will tell you guys back when Sandy Hook happened, I was living in Georgia. And I don't know if my wife knows this or not. I was watching, I guess there was some award show or something and they had like a bunch of singers singing and what I cried like a baby. Cause these are babies we're talking about. So, um, pretty terrible. But anyway, so next week, mad dog, be here with bells on, uh, the chat, you can ask questions, but I don't know if anybody's going to get a word in edgewise. I do have pictures of the store that she was in that, um, I can, share when she talks about things she asked for that were not done and they said they couldn't do but after she was gone they did so boy it's gonna be a bad one yeah mad mad dog she is going to be ugly so but everybody thank you guys for being here it's always good having you guys here um like i said in the future yeah let's work on this retail war zone conference that would be awesome That'd be, that'd be, you know, they got Quake Con. If you're a gamer, why can't we have a Warzone Con? That'd be awesome. Um, so, and I figure, you know, Hartsfield's the biggest, the busiest airport, and there's hotels right there. So it's not like you got to go far. So, um, and, you know, maybe we sell shirts and, you know, we crowdfund it. You know, maybe we crowdfund, you know, uh, a retail Warzone Con. That'd be kind of cool. 
So that'd be neat. But Hero says, because it's retails, everyone's got to work. Well, we'll, we'll announce it in advance. I've been to Texas. Um, so if that's where you're at, not Mirza store, the um, home decor store, they sent us out. I had I had to go to two management conferences. Now, mind you, this was a company that was bleeding money and their stock was crashing. I watched their stock deplete in 60% in one day. And they put us up in the Gaylord Texan. And at that time, you know, there wasn't the Dallas Cowboys Hotel or whatnot. But at that time, that's where the Dallas Cowboys stayed. And I'm thinking, boy, man, just imagine the payroll we could have if we didn't do this shit. But, yeah, to the Gaylord Texan. And we really sucked because the last time I went, I flew in on, I guess that was a Monday morning. That weekend was QuakeCon. And I was really, really mad. Um, which one? It was, um, oh, God. It, it was around Plano. Was it Grapevine? I think it's Grapevine. Where was it? Because we flew into Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah, it was, it was Grapevine, Texas. I believe that was where it was at. It was a nice place, though. I mean, I give it that. I never say, you know, I, I'm a Southern dude. You know, I, I ain't into a bunch of highfalutin shit. I got it there. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> what the hell's going on here but you know but anyway guys everybody thank you for being here um fun times as always be here next week it's gonna be some shit uh erica i will send you a link to skype here in a minute and um so figure 9 30 my time and i'll talk to you guys and see what we got going on there everybody have a great night and we'll see you next week thanks